Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health, creation, and life coach, and passionate about creating a vibrant life. I'm the founder of the Vibrant Life Coach Academy and my monthly mentoring membership, Becoming. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode number 46, Loving What Is. Hey, my friends, how are you? Welcome back to the podcast today and so excited to connect with you. Okay, as I've been pondering about what to do for my podcast this week, I, this is what came to me, Loving What Is. And you may know that that's also the title of a book from Byron Katie. And the whole idea of it is just loving and accepting what is. And as I pondered this past week, <laughs> I have many examples of loving what is because sometimes life does not go as you thought or planned. And when we start feeling frustrated or guilty or shame or anything like that, that we might be feeling differently than what life is, it adds fuel to the fire of the negative cycle. So really accepting where we are, what's going on in our lives, whether it's what we think it should be or not, but really loving what is. And it brings so much more peace and contentment, and we're not fighting this internal battle. So anyway, let me share with you a few things that have happened with me that have um, really, once again, just reemphasized this whole concept and how important it is. So I just got back from an amazing retreat. It was a business retreat training in Hawaii. You probably know that Hawaii has become my second home. I love it. I don't know what it is. Actually, I do. The energy in Hawaii is super amazing. There, it really is one of the top, um, I think, 10 energy vortexes on the planet. And that means there's like swirling energy. When you look at the electromagnetic field on the planet, Hawaii is a special place. And there's a lot of other reasons like ancient Hawaiian traditions and things like that. In fact, where we were staying was near this, um, it's called this pathway to God. It is this point of the island in, in Oahu where um, People, I guess in the ancient Hawaiians, they said that there's this portal and that's where you, you know, are ready to go into the next world or whatever. Anyway, we were staying near that area and I swear we saw 10 rainbows at least throughout the week. It was just, of course, we did have a little rain, but every time I'd look up, it was like this gorgeous, bright rainbow. There was just some really cool things. But why is just a place of rest and revitalization? So. Anyway, one of the reasons I went to this retreat is I put on my own retreats and I feel really called to take women and eventually maybe men or couples to Hawaii for an amazing experience, a healing, um, a health retreat where, where transformation happens. And sometimes we just even have to just like get out of the way and let it happen. It's not so much like I'm orchestrating it, but it always magic happens. In fact, that's the name of my retreats. It's just experience the magic. And I see it over and over again. And I saw it with my experience this past week. One of the reasons I went to this retreat was this gorgeous property. This gal has been doing retreats there for many years and had purchased this beautiful property perfect for a retreat home, a retreat center. And as a participant to go experience her training, I was able to um, 
have the opportunity to book that property at a discounted price over the next couple of years. And since I plan on doing more retreats, so I thought, oh, this makes total sense. And I want to go. So I did. Well, the day before we left, I left to go to the retreat. I got a letter from her saying, unfortunately, some things had happened and she has had to put that property up for sale. That was a disappointment to me because that was one of the main reasons I was going over there. And now I wouldn't have the opportunity to um, bring other women over to that particular property. But so that was in my head, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to be still be open. Then when I got there, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. The property is unbelievable. It was, you're surrounded on three corner, three sides of the home of these gorgeous Hawaiian mountains that are green and lush and, but they're big and towering. And then in front is like, you're overlooking the ocean. And it was, it was just breathtaking. And then on the property, it was almost two acres on the property. There were tons of, um, lilacoit, which are my favorite, um, fruit in Hawaii, passion fruit and mango and avocado and lemon and limes and oranges and grapefruit. And oh my gosh, everything. <laughs> on this property. I'm like, this is heaven. So then I started like spinning in my head. How could I buy this property? I feel like I called it to do this retreat center. And so then in my head, I'm trying to figure it out. And I got out of the awe of the experience because I'm like looking forward into the future. Okay. I've got to, I've got to find some investors. This is, we've got to get this property. And it took me out of being in the present moment of that retreat experience. Um, a number of women had gathered really from all over the world to this experience and we were having an amazing time, but my head was, you know, future thinking about, okay, how could I make this happen? Who could I contact and this and that? So I could start feeling the anxiety thinking, oh, I've got to force this to happen. You know, sometimes when you want something so bad, we hold on to it, right? We hold tight onto something. And as we do that, we're restricting the flow. Just, just imagine you're holding on to like a seed in your hand and it's just, it's restricting any sunlight, any, <laughs> anything that could, if a seed could grow out of your hand, um, where the roots could go deep or whatever, but when we're holding on so tight, it's restricting that and not allowing it to happen. So I kind of worked after a day, I worked through that process of the home for sale, the property for sale. I mean, not, you know, being in a place that I could purchase it, but let's just stay in a moment and experience the retreat. So <laughs> I love that I have the tools and I'm surrounded by people that help me with that to just let go. And just love what is the whole circumstance around it and loving what it is. And what happened? Oh my gosh. I went to this retreat for a business training. Well, what I received, yes, I did get some training. I made some connections and I'm super excited for my next upcoming retreat in April and magic just happens. You kind of just have to get out of the way and let God and the energy just let it happen. Well, what happened to me at that experience was in being in a place of awe, I had the most profound, one of the most deeply spiritual experiences I've ever had in my life, one of them. And it left me, it left me in complete awe. I was speechless. It was very deep and personal. And it taught me that God is always there. He's always cradling me. He's always showing up for me in ways I least expected. He is, and he, 
He does that through other people and just through the experiences that are orchestrated in my life. And I, I came away from that retreat just like in awe and speechless of the whole experience. Once I let go of oh, my expectations of why I was there, what I wanted to make happen and let it ha- let the flow go in, then I was blown away once again by how amazing God is and how he can bring so much more into our lives than we, what we think we want at the moment. So loving what is, and that means letting go of our judgments, our expectations, and opening up our hands and our heart to receive all that God has to give to us. Okay. So that was one of my little lessons. Well, I get home, I fly home. And then very next day, my husband takes off for, he's taking off for Seattle. And so, yeah, we're kind of just like crossing paths. And the morning he goes to fly out, I had to get my girls to school. And the, I get in the car and he's about ready to leave for the airport, but the car's dead. And I'm like turning it over and over and it's not starting. I'm like, wait, you can't leave. You can't take your other car because I'll be stranded this other car. And he gets out there and tries a few times and finally the car starts. And he was like, okay, something's wrong with this. So how about I take my husband to the airport? We agreed upon this and we drop off my car at the, um, at the a place where they fix it. and. Um, while he's gone, they can work that out. So that's what we did. And that meant now my girls were going to be late for school. And I had to run out to the airport, drop off his other car. I was just piling up on things. So I did it. Dropped him off, ran home, got my girls. You know, they were a half hour late to school, but got them down back to school. Then went over to the um, the car place to let them know about what was pro- the problem was because it was closed. Anyway, on the way there, something happened to the tire of my husband's car. <laughs> And I started hearing this blah, 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 blah in the, um, the tire and I pulled over to completely flat. So the second car, now the tire is completely flat. Luckily I was able to get it into um, our repair shop. And now I had two cars there. And within an hour or less, like I had this coaching call. It was a group coaching call for my membership. And I had all these women coming to join and I'm like, oh my gosh. So Take a deep breath, loving what is. (laughs) Luckily, I have people I can call upon to rescue me. And she, I had another gal that got on and was able to do the coaching call while I was stranded and they were fixing my car. I did make it to the last few minutes of the call, but I'm like, okay, what is going on here? Why did I get this flat? In fact, that was the second flat I'd had in like a few months, just driving. And all of a sudden the car, the tires like, blow out. And I'm like, what is happening? So when something shows up in my life more than once, I'm usually a little um, like, okay, what's the message here? As I looked it up, okay, spiritual meaning of a flat tire, there's several different meanings, but one is it's just a hiccup, right? You know, it's not a huge deal, but when that happens, you have to be present. You have to focus on what is right in front of you. And I'm like, oh, that resonated with me because I have dreams. I have big dreams. And I love, I love to dream because it gives me excitement about what I'm working towards. But often it's easy to get caught up in that and not be, look at what is right in front of you. And right then I had to deal with my flat tire. So in my life, 
It was also another little wake up call, focus on what is right in front of me. Yes, I've been given the vision of doing this retreat center in Hawaii. Yes, I do get to go over there a number of times a year and bring women and have amazing experiences. And I bring my children and family along with me. So I love creating a life that fills so many areas um, in my life that I love. But what is right in front of me right now? So that was something, you know, that I just paused. And that day, what was right in front of me is like, my husband's gone, my children. It was parent-teacher conference. I, you know, was stranded for several hours. Not, you know, that was not my plan for the day. But then the rest of the day, I spent hours meeting with all the different teachers of my two daughters. And um, yeah, the day was a little bit different than I expected. But that was what was right in front of me. And I got home that night. <laughs> this was just last night. I was tired. I'm like, oh, this day did not go how I expected. And I have this planner and it goes along with my becoming program. And I, and I teach this. And I love the Sunday weekend dump where you just dump everything you have to do the next week. And then you put it in your daily pages for the next week. Okay, I'm going to spend a half hour doing this at this time or one hour here. And I really kind of chart out my week. And so then I show up and I it builds integrity and I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. And, and I really like that process, but yesterday got all <laughs> mixed up. Everything was out of sorts. And I could not, you know, follow the planner and I had to deal with what was right in front of me. And, um, so last night I sat there and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I am really tired. And then I started feeling guilty because I looked at my plan for the day and I had all these things I wanted to do. One was getting my podcast done and other things that were on my list for today, that day, yesterday. And I'm like, I started feeling guilty. Like, oh, I really, I'm tired. I really should use this time to catch up of all the things I did not get done. So loving what is. I checked in. I first start feeling guilty. And I know that that's not a great feeling to have. And when we go, our feelings fuel our actions. So, you know, I really am conscious about the thoughts I think. I feel guilty because I didn't follow my planner and didn't get things that I wanted. Um, but that usually, you know, spirals to some negative behaviors. And so I step back. I'm like, what is it that I really need? Loving what is, checking in with my body. And so I just did a little bit of self-coaching, which was, I was tired. A lot had happened that day. And the day before, I'd flown I was, I had flown through, I had a red eye flight coming back from Hawaii, you know, the day before. And um, yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I got home for that, that flight, I did what I had planned. I got home, I unpacked, I did my laundry, I went out grocery shopping, I got ready for the next day and I was like on track, but then, you know, things went awry. And so I just acknowledged that. And I'm like, I, my body needs to rest. No wonder I'm tired. When we can just acknowledge where we are and love what is versus fighting it versus feeling guilty or shame that oh, I'm not doing what I said I was going to be doing and just acknowledge where we are. Yes. No wonder I'm tired. I didn't sleep through the flight. I maybe slept a couple hours on the whole night um, when I was flying home from Hawaii. And yeah, and I've been running, you know, since then. No wonder my body is tired. No wonder I feel like just resting and allowing where I am. I even allowed myself to turn on a show and a movie and just like chill out. <laughs> I got a good night's sleep and I'm up this morning recording this podcast. So 
loving what is. Life doesn't always go exactly how we planned. And um, that's okay. So my, my lesson from the flat tire is focusing on the here and now, what's right in front of you. It's great to have dreams and goals that keeps us focused and moving forward for sure. I'm not saying don't do that. That is definitely what I love to do. But allowing ourselves, not being so tied to the outcome like I was to that retreat purpose. Like, wait, I came here for the, the property and now that's like taken. And, and, and then I allowed myself to open up my hands to just like be in awe of the experience. And God brought the most amazing experience into my life that I, he, I could not have planned at all. It was a complete gift to me. And um, when we're so um, tight on what we expect the outcome to be, we close ourselves off to that flow. Okay. So I just, I'm always in awe of the way God works, not only in my life, but just, I think how he runs this universe. Sometimes we think things, you know, are gone wrong when all the, when all along, it was exactly right. It was the exact plan. In fact, that's my thought from this whole retreat is like, I came for something I I thought it was something different, but I got something entirely unexpected that I didn't know I needed by the exact people and the exact location and, and, um, you know, the exact gift that my heart needed that he allowed to happen. And it wasn't what I expected. And it reminds me of, reminds me down in Provo, there was that old tabernacle. My, when my husband graduated from law school, the graduation was in the Provo Tabernacle. It was this historic building. And I remember when that, they were doing some work on it and it caught fire and it burned down. And everyone was so distraught that this historic building had burned down. Well, after that, they eventually, they eventually gutted that and turned that tabernacle into this beautiful, gorgeous temple which um, just the analogy of sometimes in our lives, things burn down and we're like, no, we lost something so valuable, which, but God had something different in store, something bigger and something better. In fact, it reminds me of this little uh, meme I've seen with this little child holding this tiny teddy bear and, and God or Christ, you know, asking for it. And they're like, no, and it was just holding this little bear. Like, I really, really, really want this. And behind his, that's it. Christ's um, back was this huge tent bear, something so much bigger that he had in store. And sometimes he asks us to, to give up something that we might really want, but he has something better for us. And I, I trust that. I trust that process. And I've had enough experiences to um, believe it. So loving what is. It doesn't always come natural because we're human. We're going to have the emotions that like stir up in the moment. But just like that flat tire, be present to what's right in front of us. Let go of our expectation and outcome and let God. So anyway, those are my thoughts for today. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And um, yeah, let's check in next week. Take care. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, I invite you to go check out my Becoming program. It's my monthly mentoring membership where we take this information and we dive deep. Becoming is all about transformation. Just like a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly, that is what we are doing in this program when we take our monthly topics and we dive deep. We do coaching. We do accountability circles. We do 90-day goals. We have a planner where you are doing your Becoming creation cycle daily 
choosing new thoughts, creating new emotions to create different outcomes. So definitely go to stacyharmer.com backslash becoming, and we'd love to see you on the inside.